and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They bitch all day, but so is mine. They have each other's bags, and today is my time. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In a stack stuff is not very, where it always starts. The stacks are much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Toya, it's second to none. We're in your office. I think yeah, but I've... Welcome to In the Stacks with Barry. And LaToya. This is the uh, uh, the, the turn up the volume, crank up the volume episode. Yeah, we're, we're, we've got a new mic. It's a Blue Yeti. and but it's not our, blue. Uh, yes. I mean, it's, it's blue gray. technology, apparently. But if I was going to call something blue, I'd make it blue. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So we're trying out this new mic. Is, There's several options. It is a huge options. thing. Yes. It is huge and phallic shaped, and I am intimidated. <laughs> um, but it is here, and I, we did some sound checks, and it sounded really quiet. Yeah, so I don't know, and I it, still have to read more of the even, book. Even just looking at the Audacity screen there, it looks much less... The, uh, the voice the, waves the wave are, are yeah. smaller. Huh. And it does look like it's it's recording not in stereo but just mono because only one line yeah. is moving so i don't i don't know maybe this is our test broadcast of this and maybe by the next time if it doesn't sound good we can fix it you might you might just have to crank up the volume yes crank Raise up the, roof, the volume so to speak <laughs> um, now there's a lot to get to this week first i think we should start by saying that you have uh gotten engaged yes i have now, those who listened to, I think, what was it, two episodes ago? Yes. <laughs> I guess. We had a long talk about your your relationships and so forth. And just maybe two episodes before that, when your relationship with this person was over, and you were not, it was, it was over, it was in the past. <laughs> but now, over the course of four episodes, things have gotten patched up, um, and you are now hitched. Well, not well, hitched. Well, not hitched. You're yeah. engaged to be hitched. There we go. Now, when is the big day? Well, we've discussed the day that we're living I know. Well, right now, kind of as a way to appease my mother, which I know. Well, she always says it's my life. I need to do whatever. But yet, you know, I'm like, I, I realized throughout this ordeal that um, maybe my entire life I've always been looking for my mom's approval. So that's why I always tend to, you know, ask her and do stuff that she says to do. Um, she wants us to wait a year. Um, and so as far as that, we figured that we may just get married on our dating anniversary next year. Which will be the one year dating anniversary also? What? <laughs> no, no. Like two years, right? It would, well, we, we're like considering the, the three month break as like the lost weekend. So we don't really You're exclude not that. that. No, we do okay, count it. We right. don't exclude it. So it'll actually be, um, three years at that point. I know. <laughs> so as wow, of right three now, three years of your life, you're not getting back, Latoya. <laughs> as of right now, we have it set for um, June 18th okay. of 2013. But he knows that I really have this thing for dates, and so and the fact that it's never going to happen again in history. Um, I want to get married on 12, 12, 12. So oh, don't do that. Why? Don't do that. 
Because then it's just easy to remember. You can't forget when you got married. Why? Well, I, I'm not a huge fan of December weddings. Well, I, we're not going to do, like, the whole luck. wedding thing. It doesn't matter. No, you should get married. You should get married not when things are dead on the trees and dying <laughs> and the world is cold. You should get married when the sun shine and things are in bloom. Well, I know the most popular month for weddings is June. Yes. But, um, I mean, don't, I don't really Don't get, don't get married in the, the dead of winter. But that's then, a, that's you know, a our omen. love That's a bad warm. omen. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, you've got enough bad omens as it is. Yeah, I guess. Um, plus, that's only nine days before the Mayan apocalypse. Well, then we would be married right. by and the see, time. And see, I think we need to wait till 2013. <laughs> you know, and things are moving, again, too fast. You guys have moved too fast your entire relationship. You knew him for like five minutes before he moved in with you. It was like a um, week. Almost. It was like a week. Okay, um, you guys just you guys spent three months apart. Mm-hmm. You've been together back again for like a month. Mm-hmm. Now you're making wedding plans. Well, we're not actually if, if planning you were, it. If you were looking at anybody else, you would be thinking, "Man, they are effed up." I wouldn't think that. No, <laughs> you I would to me. I, you'd be sitting with me, at like you know, I don't know, Chili's or somewhere, and you'd be saying. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so I mean, I think obviously circumstances dictate kind of how it goes. But there's no, there's no circumstances you have to rush. But we're not. I mean, that's I, why I, I, I said, you know, it, it I would, would wait until he turned fifty. Why? Which is like what a year and a half from now. <laughs> no, that's in twenty fourteen. Right. Yeah. Why? Why? What's the big deal about him being fifty? Wow. What, then I'll realize big, that, oh my gosh, he's I think the further we put it off in the distance, the more chance there is that he's going to do something to screw it up at the end. <laughs> but uh, Joel did offer to, uh, uh, you know, do whatever he could to assist in, in, not, in preventing this. No, but then yesterday <laughs> he was kind enough to say, you know, that he wished me the best. And well, well, you know, I posted that on your Facebook. No, I, no. I, I wished you the best in all your future endeavors. Yeah, that was, that was just... That was kind so of So sterile, and yeah. But no, well, Joel had actually said that, let me see, because he did say, um, I, go ahead, talk. I'm looking through yeah, my she's text. looking through her text messages. Um, but, you know, I'm not going to tell you things he said to me. But um, that That's good. You know, I, anyway, I want you to be happy. I don't think necessarily this is the way to do it, but... You've never listened to me before, so there's no reason to start now. And uh, and hopefully I'll be proven wrong. And uh, you know, Kay has completely changed his life and who he is, and uh, that'll be okay. Well, he. So I mean, that's that's me wishing you the best. Yes. Okay. Uh, I guess I would I'll... love to be proven wrong. However, if I am not, I will proudly say I told you so. <laughs> <sighs> Anyway, he, just like I did every other time. Yeah, he said, "Here's to the next one being successful as yeah. far as marriage." Yeah. Since I've already, I'm sure done he was this. he was drinking something hard. Right, I'm not. I'm so sure. Probably. Um. All right. Well, let, let's let's get off that subject. Thank you. And uh, talk about um. You know, the fact this is a library related podcast, and the things that we say on this show are not necessarily uh, the opinions or viewpoints of the library board of trustees or pretty much anybody. Except for me. Yep. Now, you posted a picture of your ring 
on uh-huh. Facebook, so people who are Facebook friends with you can see it. Are you going to post it on Uber Geeks? Why would I post it on Uber Geeks? Because we're talking about it on the show. I guess so. I mean, that's that's fine. And people on the show, presumably, there may be people who listen to the show who are not Facebook friends with you, so they might want to see it. Yeah, well, when I did the um, engagement announcement, I actually made that public, so anybody could see that, but... Yeah, I didn't, or I can just change the setting of my the ring photo to public as well. So, um, you can go and look at now. Kinner picked out the ring. No, I, I picked it out. Oh, I mean, I obviously, the, yeah, no, I picked it out before. He's in Texas, so yeah, no, 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 he had the ring. I picked it out before. The the um, story behind the ring is we had gotten it in 2010. I'd gone on my 30th birthday cruise with him. And while we were in the Bahamas, on my birthday, which is the 23rd, we were ashore at that point and went to a jewelry store and got it there. And I knew at that point that that's, you know, if or when he asked, that would be the ring that I wanted. So it's a nice little white gold band and a midnight sapphire. So how are we still talking about? This? It's the biggest thing going on right now. <laughs> okay. Oh, last week, I guess, or the week before, Cassie handed me the phone. You know, since even on that episode, we talked about the fact that I keep forgetting the phone. We have a voicemail. We have another one? See, we had two voicemails. It'd be nice when to I check checked. these things. I, <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what this one is. I usually try playing it on the air unless it's somebody trying to sell us a car. That would be kind of cool too. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, there's um. It must be about Alley Fox. I think so. Probably. I'm trying to end it. This is awful. Five, five, four, 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 two, two. <laughs> we just gave out somebody's phone number. Sorry, people. It's the best episode ever. Yeah. Okay, I want to play... I'm trying to get the stupid non. <clears throat> it's like the non. Um, the most thrilling ten minutes in entertainment. How do, I'm pressing seven. <laughs> we'll keep talking then. Okay. This is well, library related news. Um, AARP is still here every Thursday from ten a.m. to two. Uh, doing uh, tax assistance for low-income people or for old people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're old and low-income, they, they're really excited to see you. Um, so they'll assist you with your taxes. Um, I did finally get back my federal refund. Oh, you did? Is that the, the one that you had to mail? I sent in the state early. Which one did you have to file? I paper? always have to file paper IRS. Uh, so how federal. long did the whole process take for you? Three weeks. Okay, so as far as from the point that you submitted yeah. it, to getting your check? Yeah, it wasn't long. But uh, the state says they're backed up. So I don't know. Um, 
<clears throat> other library-related news. Um, this month, we've already uh, named our employees of the month. Mm -hmm. uh, it was uh, the Joneses. Uh, we have a tie between uh, Krista Jones and Jerry and Jones, no relation. Yep. Uh, Jerry has been doing an awesome job with his uh, new gaming program that's on every other Monday from 4 to 6. And um, Krista just rocks in All general. the time. And uh, she's been stepping up and doing a lot of extra things lately. Um, I forget if we mentioned last week we had hired a new employee. Oh, we didn't record last week. That's right. Hang on, hang on. I picked up Dawn. Ah! But Dawn Heap is our new employee. She's working in circulation. And uh, strangely, I haven't had much interactions with her since hiring her. I think I've seen her twice since I saw then. her once. Um, was it, I think the other day we come yeah, back from yeah, lunch and I finally her, yeah. saw her. Um, yeah, I saw her the day she first started and then that day. Yeah, and that's true. I did see her the day of, I mean, when she was being accomplished. So, yeah, us. I mean, it was like, what, two, almost two weeks since yeah. <laughs> I had not seen Which her. Which is because of her schedule and mine doesn't really Well, for so. me, it's more so that, generally speaking, during that period in the afternoon, I don't go downstairs. Right. So, you know, I'm... I often go downstairs during the day, but just not then. Yeah. So I just hadn't seen her. Um, other things going on. The uh, Macon Library had their big book sale last weekend. They were friends. And uh, they donated uh, about 4,000 books to us that they had left Yay. over. And uh, so we've got those. Big thank you to them. Um, really, that, that's all I can think of that's going on. Now, next week, though. We have to record early because you're going to the prison and not get fed. Well, well before that, though, uh, this Friday, tomorrow, is going to be a mess. Um, Why? Because, you know, we have, I have an RPLAC web meeting yeah. at like 10. Mm -hmm. All right, well, I need to leave here by at least 11.15 what so for? that I can go get my hair cut. Oh, my gosh, then seriously? Then we have a unit reporter meeting at 11.45 to oh, 12. Oh, we, we do? Yes. Is it on the calendar? Yes. Oh, dang. So it's going to be, it's going to be busy. Then the next week, yeah, I, they called me the other day. The chaplain called me from the, the prison that I that I do some assistance at. And uh, they told me, you know, had anybody mentioned to me the mandatory volunteer training? That just sounds funny, Ma mandatory right. volunteer. So he told me they're doing one next Thursday. He said that it lasts from 9.30 to 3. Mm -hmm. Which I told him, I said, wow, that's a long time. He said, yeah. And he told me I might want to bring a sandwich. Or something. Because <laughs> they're not feeding Which implies you. to me, yeah, they're not, there's not going to be any food at this thing. I mean, who brings somebody to something for six hours and doesn't feed them? That's just weird. I asked him how many other people would be at this training. He said he didn't remember two or three. Uh, now, my fear is I'm going to be there. They're going to sit me down with, like, you know, some sort of video. Oh, jeez. That I'm going to watch, you know, over the horrible. course of the day. Um, He's like, I could have just done that from... Somewhere else. Just yeah. give me the video. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not feeling too keen on this, but uh, and then the next day after that, I have to go to Conyers. Um, Yay! For uh, another R plaque thing. When is so, that? Next Friday. Oh, R the the big R plaque meeting is like the thirtieth. Oh, the thirtieth, and that one is in Conyers. Yeah, you just seem really confused about uh the things that are on the. Calendar. I thought it was in Henry. Okay, yeah, it is in Conyers. Yeah, Henry County was last time. Okay, yeah. I'm you know I'm behind. You always say my. Memories like Swiss cheese. It is. So. But um, anyway, so that's enough library stuff. Did you figure out the phone? Okay, I think I did. And before I was trying to, it like immediately started the message. So I was like, I didn't want that to happen. Because you can't get it to work on it. If you've listened to them, you can summarize them. 
Okay. Well, let's see. That was two weeks ago. No, Pumpkin City, they're kind of on hiatus, right? Yeah. I think if they split up, each of them should get a, a part of the name. I mean, Kiyazami could be Pump. You know, somebody else could be Ken. And then you got City. Okay. And all come together. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm trying to, there was an Alley Fox message. This is the, like, old, no, the, the old school phones. Okay, so like that was, Al yeah, I know, <laughs> that was Ali Fox. Okay, finally, I'm done with it. Okay, well, obviously, this, this episode's title is going to have to have something to do with the damn phone. <laughs> Much like the damn thing. Yeah. This is the damn phone. <laughs> yeah, this is awful. But yeah, are, that are was we the like week like 80, 80 minutes into the show? I don't know. <laughs> um, no, we're just 17 minutes in. It feels so much longer. So anyway, I'm... <laughs> I am totally upset with you. Or so you, you start this brand new podcast with your wife. And yeah, see, yeah. you don't mention our show. Actually, last you week all, I mentioned in the stacks several times on that show. This week, no, because it didn't come up. And you don't say the name. I usually, I in the no, stacks. I'm saying usually you you usually refer to it as your other show. I was like, what? Because here well, first, you talk about all, Uber No, Geeks. first of all. As every other time, who brought up Uber Geeks? You. <laughs> did, That's not I said anything about Uber Geeks? No. Did I plan to talk about Uber Geeks? No. But you know that I'm going to mention it, it so you're going to talk about it. And you know, if Carrie brought up In the Stacks, I would talk about it on Uber Geeks. Carrie doesn't listen to In the Stacks. <laughs> so. Well, she's listened to some episodes. Yeah, see, I'm listening to your, your other podcast. Podcast, so she needs to do me a solid and listen to our show. <laughs> you know, um, you know, I don't, I don't talk about Uber Geeks on this show except when you bring it up. But now that you brought it up, you can access it through BarryReese.net. Um, it's also on Libsyn, um, and you know, you can like us on Facebook at Uber Geeks or uh, send us uh, email at UberGeek singular feedback at gmail.com. So I guess someone had Uber Geeks. Somebody feedback? did have Uber Geeks feedback, which is just bizarre. Huh. So why not just Uber Geeks at Gmail? That was taken. Wow. Yeah, we tried every variation you can think of until we found one that was not taken. That's so weird. Huh. Okay. But y'all just finished up, what, your fourth episode? It was episode five. Okay. Yeah, last night we recorded episode five, Carl Sagan's a punk. Okay. And, uh, and it guest starred uh, Joel Taylor and his lovely wife, Rebecca. Yep. So. And they actually went four for four on the... Uh, the Please. trivia? Oh wow! Like so, what did you guys decide to give I told them? Him, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna make up a certificate that uh -huh. they are certifiably geek. Okay. And, uh, so he's no longer geek chic. No, he's, he's actual I mean, they, geek. they did well. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. I thought you would have been like, I, I dare okay, say you and for not. video, yeah, I wouldn't have gotten them. But, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't say, oh, yeah, and, you know, you won from for video consulting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been hilarious. But, no, see, I don't do that. You accuse me of, like, pilfering. Because you do. And, you know, I don't do my one comic review over there. I do uh, in-trade. Whatever. Well, you know, you can go ahead and do your in, um, your review first. Okay. Yeah, Barry's Comic Corner, uh, exclusive to In the Stacks. Um, <laughs> this week we're talking about Green Arrow number 7. It's from DC Comics. It's written by Ann Nocenti and drawn by Harvey Talibau. Hopefully I got that name correct. Um, now, I don't normally read Green Arrow. I've read Green Arrow over the years, off and on. He's never one of my favorite characters. The only reason I tried this is uh, because this is the first issue of a new creative team. Uh, Ann Nocenti, who wrote a uh, celebrated run on Daredevil years and years ago, which I really liked, has been pretty much out of comics for quite some time. And uh, But she's back now mm-hmm. on Green Arrow. And I was still not going to try it, because I read plenty of stuff already. But one of the... Um, Sirens are coming for us. Yeah. Um, anyway. Oh, uh, there we go. I can see it. Yeah, okay. they just went by. Uh, it's a funeral. Oh. Yeah. It's made dead. Yeah, don't, don't get me started on that whole thing. Yeah, I know. You're, you're really offended by the funerals. Well, I mean, I am a... <laughs> it's like the nerve of these dead people no, making me pull you over know, to the side no, of the road. No, you know what my feelings are. Is that they don't just need a lead car. They, they need, need, a, they need to, one in the rear. Yes. Yeah. Because you don't ever know, and a lot of people sneak into the line, the procession, and yeah, I have like... power that uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so continue. Yeah. Anyway, so one of the podcasts I listened to had reviewed this book and really liked it. <laughs> so Bear's like, okay. So I'm like, well, all right, I'll try it. Because I, I, I did like Anderson T back in the day. Um, so this is Green Arrow number seven. It's entitled The Deadly Song of the Skylarks. Although on the inside, it's called Menage a Quatre. <laughs> and, um, you know, all right, my first thing right off the bat is the artwork um, by Harvey Talibau. Um, I'm not sure if it's inked. It just listed him as artist, so maybe he self-inked it. But it looks, in places, it kind of looks like it's reproduced straight from his pencils. Um, and I, I don't like the art. I don't really like it at all. Um, it's too scritchy. There's too much going on. I feel that some of the storytelling is poor and confusing. Um, I'm not. I'm not keen on it. I mean, I think there's. I think that it could be tightened up. I think there's potential here. If somebody had shown me this stuff as their pencils, I would go, okay, we'll pair you up with a good inker. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a few things here and there you could work on for next issue. But uh, with this being the finished product, I'm not. I'm, I'm not keen on it. No. Um, and as for the story. Uh, didn't really care for that either. Um, you know, was there anything you liked? <laughs> well, you know, um, first of all, Green Arrow talks aloud to himself a good bit. Now, I'm old school comic books; they used to do that. I'm okay with that, but now, I mean, this is just weird. I mean, there's a lot of talking to yourself when nobody else is around, and it seems like if the, if she had just made these things fault bubbles, he's thinking this stuff Rather than up, say, okay. I'd be. Well, I still wouldn't like the story, but, but I'd be better be. about that aspect. <laughs> okay, but him talking out loud to himself, making jokes to himself, is just kind of weird. And, because um, I mean, I like the sound of my voice, but I don't generally talk to myself. I don't, you know? 
All right, so in this story, he's um, attacked at first by three triplets, three hot blondes, who go by the name Skylark. Okay. They all go by the same name because individuality is overrated. Oh, so they have no individual name? They're just the they, Well, they don't tell us if they do. Okay. And they have that, that, that annoying, cutesy habit of, like, starting and finishing each other's sentences. Oh. Um, so basically, they, they show up, they uh, say they're big fans of Green Arrows, they built him all these new cool arrow weapons, and they want him to come back to their pad and hire them. And he's like, well, you know, okay. So they take the, uh, the arrow plane, or whatever, and start flying off to the Skylight's headquarters. And of course, in route, the triplets all seduce them. So of that's course. the menage uh, quattro or whatever. Um, so they're all, they have sex. Do they, oh, they actually have sex with yeah. or are they just telling you they had sex? Um, I mean, it's, I guess, it's rated T. Anyway, um, and then they arrive at their headquarters and we find out Gasp, they're bad, bad girls. And mm. it's all a trap. And, uh, you know, while rolling in the hay with them, they've snaked him in with their pheromones and stuff, so he's all addled oh, and, okay. and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, it's all part of a plot to make everybody believe that Oliver Queen, Green Arrow, is dead. So that somebody else can like take over his company, and uh, it's just stupid. I, I wasn't keen on the dialogue. Um, I understand they're triplets. I understand they're using the same name, but I still would have had something, even if it was slight. Maybe there was, and I didn't pick up on something slight to differentiate them. You know? Yeah. Because otherwise, I, it's, it's just weird. Um, I, 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 this is the first issue of the new Green Arrow I've read. You know, he's, he's a complete reboot, this guy. And um, I don't, based off this, I don't really like it. Um, I agree with you about the art. Well, the art's just, I mean, there are pictures, little things here and there that you can see there's some potential. But uh, it's just scritchy. It's yeah, not, it is. It's, it, to me, it's one rung below what I would look at and go, oh, yeah, that's professional artwork. <laughs> this yeah. is somebody who maybe, you know, is going to cons, showing off their portfolio, and editors are going, well, you know, we might can teach you some stuff. But this, this to me, is not, not there. I mean, to me, like, within the characters, they just, there's so many lines. There's you know a lot I mean? of scritchiness. Yeah, there's just a lot of lines. It's busy. Yes. And I don't like that. No. Now, now, the guys on the podcast I listen to, they loved it. So, you know, I obviously it was art a is, is subjective. You know, some people some people will read this, obviously, and go, this is awesome. I read it, and I was like, there's no way I'm going to pay $3 a month. <laughs> Just for, for that. Now, if Anna Sinti comes on something else that I'm already reading, I won't be upset, because I did really like her work back on Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And perhaps it's unfair to judge her on simply one issue but you know, them's them's the choices you got to make, you know. Because I mean, if you're if you're buying as much stuff as I am, I'm not going to keep buying something in the hopes that it might get every good. three dollars count when yeah. it comes to your comic. So, I, I'd give this one honestly. I'd give the story, I'd give the story a two out of five. Mm-hmm. I'd give the art a two out of five. Yep. And it gives the whole thing a two out of five. Um, yeah. I'm not, I, I do not recommend it. Yeah, just, I mean, you know, I'm not a connoisseur of comics, but just looking at it, yeah, I, 
Yeah. Not interested. <laughs> I, no. Not even the cover draws you in to be like, oh, I should read this. I'm just like, no. Okay. Yeah. It's, no. Not good. Alrighty. I think this is actually the first negative Yes, it I've is. Given some, I think there was like a three one time. Yes, but yeah, never a two. Yeah, because generally, and, and, and generally it's because, I mean, I'm buying it mm -hmm. and reviewing it. So generally, I'm not going to buy something I, I suspect I'm going to hate. Now, in this case, I gave it a try. And I <laughs> it's like, like, yeah. But, um, yeah. So, my people in a minute. I want to start talking about Rihanna. Yeah, first. I figured you would. So, mm -hmm. go right ahead. You can, well, you we've can talked about that. you know her and Chris Brown and all that. This this week's news has nothing to do with that. Completely different. Yeah. Um, you know, I I hang out on some gossip sites and stuff. Yes, and you so usually I, I send me the yesterday. juicy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Rihanna arrived at Ashton Kutcher's. Is that how you Kutcher. say it? Kutcher's. Kutcher. Kutcher. Yeah. All right. Whatever his name is. Dimmy's <laughs> ex. Um, Kelso off. Wasn't he Kelso on? I believe so. On show? I think yeah, that was his character. I think so. Anyway, um, Kelso was on that show. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, she she arrived at Ashton's house around midnight. Night I thought last, it was like one o'clock. Left at four a.m. Yeah. Um, now it's possible, you know, as as the site said, they were playing Battleship <laughs> or you know listening to music or whatever. Yeah. But, um, you know, the suspicion is there might have been something up going on, uh, especially since she's been known to. To be a sexual woman, and he's Clearly. been known to cat around. A good well, because I mean, recently on people, they were talking about how she doesn't like to be alone yeah. and all that stuff. So, well, I, I and she told um, she was on some talk show, and she said the reason she's naked so much is because growing up she had a lot of self um, image image issues about her uh, her butt and her breasts, and so she's conquered those, and she conquered those by you know, showing them off. But now, now she feels empowered by it. But didn't she recently also say that she was having issues with her butt or something? Well, she wants more of her butt. Yeah. Yeah, she had lost some weight and lost her butt. Now she wants more of her butt. But yeah, he did play Michael Kelso. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I can't really, see them together. <laughs> but I, I can't either. But I also really don't like where her career is going at this point. Just her as a person or an artist or whatever. I know you dig a lot of her music, yeah. but she just personally seems to be like batshit crazy. Well, that's What? Well, we should, you know, are we trying to stay Oh, you list? said the F-bomb before. Last, that was a previous episode. Oh, and that one's, okay. But, um, anyway, <clears throat> Huffington Post had an article where they said sources think that it's all calculated. You know, that what we're seeing is somebody who is understanding of the news cycle. And so she's deliberately creating this image that she's headed towards a Britney Spears-style meltdown. But, since this is all intentional, at the last moment, there's going to be a story of redemption. That she's already got it planned, her people. But at the last moment, she's going to stop. And she's going to come out of it as this, this inspiring figure. You know. And I if that's she true, does something. I that's mean... interesting. Yeah. Now, I, I follow her on Twitter. Right. And you <laughs> told me some of the, some of the she, stuff is nonsensical. Well, and sometimes some of the stuff she tweets is like, wow. You know, I would not tweet that, <laughs> even if I was rich, you know. But so it's interesting. But, yeah, I can't see them together. I don't see the attraction to him, first of all. I know some ladies think he's really cute. Yeah, to me, I think he's, 
scraggly way. Yeah, he's scraggly. He's bony. Yeah. I understand some some ladies like skinny guys, but I mean, yeah, he's like all yeah, he jutting bone. bones. Yeah. And uh, I just do not get it. Now, I assume maybe he's hung like two and a half men. Okay. <laughs> maybe that's the secret. Maybe that is it. <laughs> um, but otherwise, I don't get it. Um, and you know, it's funny, well, I used to watch that 70s show. Mm-hmm. And if you had asked me off that cast who was going to break out, I would have thought Topher Grace. Mm-hmm. I thought had a real shot. I'm not sure where he is now. I saw him in Spider-Man 3. And then nothing. Yeah, and then nothing. Well, yeah, he's done a couple things. And Donna, I thought, would have been a breakout. But, but the she's now on it. Yeah, she's, she's now on, on some a horrible Chelsea Handler-based yeah. sitcom. But um, because I thought she was very pretty. And kind of unique looking. I thought she had a chance to do something. I never would have guessed Mila Kunis yeah. would be the breakout person from that cast. Never. Because she was cute on that show, but to me she was she was too cupid doll to break out. I it, I, I was I never would have expected that. And uh, and I would have thought the guy who uh, whose character's name I forget, who had the uh, the kind of white fro. He was always high. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's dating his brother. Oh, really? Yeah. I would have thought that, that he might have had a chance at some sort of ironic-based career. Yeah. But no. I, mean, I think he owns restaurants and stuff. Right? But yeah, um, Topher Grace, as far as what as far as far um, what he's up to at this point, he's made several movies. There's two yeah. that are supposed to, that he's done this year alone. But I thought he might could have broken out and been Michael J. Fox. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. No. <laughs> and I think part of it was because, you know, he had that huge role in Spider-Man 3, which made money, but it got a but critical drug. Yes, yes. A lot of people didn't like it. A lot of people specifically didn't like him as Eddie Brock slash Venom. And I think that hurt him a little bit. I think spinning out of that 70s show to then go into something that was so unpopular Heard well, yeah, because I mean, he had done before that. What was it? Because I saw it. He, oh, he did Mona Lisa Smile, which I actually liked. I it's a, it. oh, it's a um, Julia Roberts movie. Yeah. Um, he did Win a Date with Tad Hamilton. I've seen that. That was a bad movie. Um, he did an uncredited role in Ocean's Twelve. In Good Company was a really good movie that he did. I think it had him and Dennis Quaid. And I, be- I thought maybe Scarlett Johansson might be in that. Yeah. Yeah, and Scarlett Johansson. So, I mean, he's done stuff. He's just not... He's He also did, after Spider-Man 3, Valentine's Day, which I think I did finally see. I'm trying to remember if it's Valentine's Day or New Year's Day that I saw. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's clear that he's I mean, still obviously doing he's working. stuff. Yeah, he's still but, working I mean, after. Let's be but, honest. I mean, the career trajectory is not rocketed. No, not in the way not that Not compared you... to Ashton. Yeah, which is just... Well, you know, I don't think Ashton's really done anything, to me, worth notice, other than Two and a Half Men. And he certainly stayed in the news. And see, I've not even seen any of the episodes right. with him in it. Now, Mila, her career has actually gone. Yeah, she's done Black Swan. And Black Swan, I think, was huge for her. And before that, she was in Book of Eli, um, which did fairly well at the box office. And, um, She's got several things going up. She's in Friends of Benefits with uh, Charles um, Snake. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. I still haven't seen it. <laughs> um, it's on hold for me, though. So, I mean, she's, I think, definitely been the breakout person. Yeah. Yep. 
let's see, she is... Yeah, I mean, she's done quite a bit of stuff. She, Yeah, the last one was Friends with Benefits, a movie called Ted is in post-production, as well as Oz the Great and Powerful is in post-production. So the next few years, there's going to be a lot of Oz movies. There's why? a lot of people bringing stuff out. Why? Is um, it like an anniversary? No, I don't think so. I Hang think on. it's just... Yeah, I was about to say... The original movie. And, and from what I understand, these aren't remakes. They're just people... Just... Some people are doing other Oz stories. Some people are doing reimaginings. Um, there's just a lot of stuff going on. It came out the same year as... Uh, Gone with the Wind. That's why I went... When he's, no, it's 39. I was like, what? I thought 38 was when they were No, 39. It's, it's a, it was released in 39. 1939 film. Um, no, I've never had that same feeling about it. Like, I mean, I'm I like not, it a lot better than uh, Dolph Lundgren, no. but I'm not a huge... I'm not one of the ones who, you know, when it comes on on TNT or whatever, will stop and watch it. I'm like, no. I just, I don't know what it is about Wizard of Oz that I just never got into. I mean, I've seen it more than one. Yeah, I thought it was, it was a good movie. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, so you don't think it? I mean, not not to compare it to Gone with the Wind, mm -hmm. but you just don't think it's even that good a movie. No, I think it's a good movie. I just I don't dig it as much as other people do. You know, it's just one that I'm like, oh, okay, I like that movie. Almost like Avatar, I like it, but I certainly don't like it as much as some people who say it's like the greatest movie ever. Well, that's the only. I'm sorry. If you're listening to this right now, and you think that's the greatest movie ever. You're stupid. Yes. Okay. Certifiably you, so. You cannot look me in the eyes and tell me that that's a good idea. That's a good movie. No. I mean, I, I liked it. Like I said, I watched it. Once was enough for me. And yeah. that's it. <laughs> it's not among the greats. I'm sorry. Well, you know, it, I, I liked it when I saw it. And it was called um, Dances with Wolves. And Fernie Valley. Uh, the Smurfs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and pretty much anything where somebody goes into a new environment and goes naked. Um, it will be interesting to see I mean, the sequel because I know they're, they're doing I'm it. Not, I, you know. I'm not going to go to the theater to see it, but I mean, you know, The only reason I saw it. the first one was because the library got a copy. And it I was our it. only, was it the HD or whatever, or Blu-ray? Blu yeah, I figured, you know, it. I should see it. Yeah. Everybody, everybody else in the world had seen it. Um, I have, I will, I... I do not plan to see Avatar 2. Um, even if it comes on like just HBO or something. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, I just, I don't have, I don't have any desire to. I think I'll just watch it for the, just for the sake of, you know, everybody else watching it. Not so much because I want to watch it. And I'm afraid, you know, I can understand why you want to make more money. Yeah. But, but I mean, it's expensive as heck just, just I to would, do I that. I would guess reaction to it will not be over uh, it'll make a lot of money yes but i think it's going to be like matrix 2 and matrix 3 where people oh, i 
Um, wow. It says that the Avatar was officially budgeted at $237 million. Other estimates put the cost between $280 million and $310 million for production and at $150 million for promotion. I mean, yeah, it was kind of all over the place, but it did make in the worldwide box office um, $2 billion, so... Which is amazing. Yeah, to me, it well, is. it was not that good. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was okay. But yeah, that much money, and I mean, you know, that more than makes up for the however hundreds of million that I they mean, spent. I mean, but... I don't begrudge them making a sequel, because I'm sure, you know, everybody wants to make more money, but... There's its own section on Wikipedia about sequel. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not all that interested. Um, also, in the news, I was, I read this article yesterday, and was really just utterly annoyed. Um, it says Carney Wilson has weight loss surgery again. I'm thinking, you know, really, if it doesn't stick the first time. I didn't realize you could have the stomach. Well, she did the bypass week. the first time, and now she's doing the lap band. And I'm like, seriously, at some point you need to just stop. I mean, if, if she had lost all that weight that first time, and then she, I guess, chunked it back up. And then now it's like, oh, I'm going to do that man. It just, I don't know. It, it, something about that yeah. disgusts I mean, me. I, I can understand doing it once. Yep. And then, you know, I would hope that you would then say, okay. You know, because, I mean, losing it's the hard part. You know, I, the hardest part. Yeah. You know, because you have changed so many things. But you would think that once, you, if it's all gone, it's like you've got a fresh start. You're not going to do it again. Well, but, I'm curious about um, with gastric bypass. You know, I assume that much like Latvan, it made your ability to retain as much food and stuff almost impossible. So I'm like, how the heck did she, I mean, did she wear out? The well, yeah, because I, mean, I know with, with some of them, I mean, what happens is, is they, they actually make the size of your stomach smaller. Right. But the size of your stomach, it, it stretches. If you, you will feel full. But if, if you, you continue to it. eat, it will expand. And if you continue to expand it long enough, it's then like that's you didn't the have new surgery. Size. Yeah. And so yeah, it's possible to that's just like with lipo, which you know they don't they won't use for really obese people. People think that it is, but lipo is actually for body shaping and stuff. Mm -hmm. If you're more than like thirty pounds overweight, they don't want you to have lipo, they want you to have these other things. Um, but with lipo, you know, they suck out the fat, say from your hips. You will never get fat again in your hips, ever. But if you eat, the fat's going to go somewhere. So it might yeah. go to your butt, or it <laughs> might go to some place that was not fat to begin with. But there's there's no way of knowing what area it's going right. to go. Right, it's going to redistribute yeah. if you keep eating that way. Um, so if you have you know lipo in your your belly and your buttocks and your legs, then it's possible that you might end up with really fat arms or, or really more fat moves. neck. Or wherever. Yeah. yeah it's going to go somewhere. Yeah, especially if you don't change your eating habits. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're getting fat again, yes. it's going to go somewhere. It's going to go somewhere different. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that just disgusts me. I, I mean, I don't know why, but it just really bothers me. That you go through this somewhat yeah. extreme surgery to begin with, and then it's like, well, that didn't work because I stretched my stomach out again. And then, you know, oh, well, I'll just do that then. 
I mean, it's like, just stop eating <laughs> or, you know, do something about it. Not just the quick fix, which, you know, to me, this seems like the easy quick fix. So. I wouldn't be read the article. Really? No, I was curious because I, when I saw it. I think you don't read that. It always surprised me. Because <laughs> I'll be like, oh, such and such. And they're like, oh, I'm like, that was on people. And you're like, yeah. oh, I didn't read that. Yeah. But you're reading about Carney Wilson as weight loss surgery again. Yeah, because I was curious. Yeah, I was curious because I knew she had it before because it was this big deal and they had reported it for TV or something like that. So that's why I was like, okay, wait a second, what? Because I'm like, it wasn't that that long ago. But yeah, she had had the gastric bypass surgery and famously lost 150 pounds. So I mean, I'm assuming she put all that back on. She had kids apparently, and you know, I guess she was unhappy with her weight. So she's now done the lap band, and she's already lost 30 pounds. Yeah, I... Mm, stupid. It's all just... Obviously. But, um... And then the last thing, I haven't read the article yet, but I saw the commercials for it. I really like Niecy Nash. You know who she is, yeah, obviously. She well, Reno. Um, I watched her on Clean House and stuff, and I know she was on a season of Dancing with the Stars. But she's about to have her reality TV show. So I'm like, ooh, another thing to add to my DVR. I just, I liked Nisi. She made the show for me as far as watching Clean House. So her personality is really cool. And I like her So there, yeah, now she apparently is doing a reality show. Um, and I plan on watching it. It's called Leave It to Nisi. <laughs> so... I noticed in the headlines they say they're trying to keep her a Kardashian. Yeah, I suppose in the sense that it's a, a family show, you know, a show with the family. And, uh, yeah, I would assume so. What? I, I would never want my family to try and keep up with the Kardashians. Yeah, it says that the show will chronicle Nash's attempt to get um, their three children, because she had remarried recently, um to bond as a family. So they're a blended family. Um, it says here, one of the, I guess one of the kids, yeah, his, her son says, well, we're not Reverend Runs, Reverend Runs family? I don't know who that is. Or the Smiths on the French, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. We're not the Kardashians. We're not the Cosbys. So, mm. I'm curious. I'm going to watch just for her. And if I, if, you know, I take a liking to it, I'll continue. If not, you know, I need to free up space on the DVR. Because especially with Kay coming back, I've taken up some of his slots. <laughs> and, you know, I have to be fair. I think he can have up to 50 shows. And, you know, I'm like, I need to at least make sure he's got 10 slots. <laughs> you know, I had to install a new DVR. So Again. it's kind of funny. Um, I set it to start recording. Um, Daily show? I set it to start recording. Um, what was it last time? Anyway, I only have one thing set. Which is right crazy. Now. That's why I don't understand how your your DVRs keep dying. I use the heck out of mine. Yeah. And well, you know, supposedly it just kind of happens. It's just a coincidence. You must be but, continuing um, to get, like, the, you know, crap it's, it's one. different. You know, the first, what happened the first time and the second time was really different. Even so, that's, like, but, um, wrong. Well, I mean, you know, it's not like they charge. I mean, they send it to me for free. Well, yeah, send but I just, free. like I said, it's just weird. <laughs> but um, you know, I do think it's it's strange. That that's their answer to everything, you know. And I was talking to them this last time. I knew they were going to say we need 
Yeah. Yep. But I was, I, I explained to Paul, and they said, okay, well, let me transfer you to one of our techs. And then they said, you know what? No, I'm just going to send you an email. <laughs> She's like, we're just not going to bother. I mean, and that's their thing. They, they just go and give you a new one. Um, and I, 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 I guess it's because, you know, maybe they're, it doesn't take much to build them. You know, you've got the, the four people out in China building the DVRs, and they'll just send me another <laughs> one. You know. um, but yeah. Uh, you wanted to talk um, about the Apple news. Yeah, well, yeah, because you were about to tell me something, and then I was like, don't tell me, because it's going to, you know, tell me on the air. Which, um, yeah, they said it was huge news. I don't know if you'll consider it huge news. I don't okay. think it's that big. But um, the new iPhone 5, um, supposedly, of course, the screen is going to be the new Retina yeah. screen. But it's going to be uh, a bigger screen. Now see. Uh, it's going to be uh, 4.6 inches. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the current size is. But um, it says they've decided on a bigger 4.6 inch display for this iPhone and have started placing orders to its suppliers. Uh, it says its major display suppliers, LG Display and Samsung Electronics Company, declined to comment. Uh, Samsung, which is also the biggest challenger for Apple in smartphones, currently uses a 4.6 inch. OLED display for its flagship Galaxy smartphone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same retina display used in the latest iPad release. So that's the big news. Yeah, the display is on the 4S, I suppose the 4 as well, is 3.5 inches. That's almost another inch. And see, I mean, I'm not going for a bigger phone. I'm not feeling that. I don't need it to well, be bigger. I, I do think it's interesting. You know, you had said that uh, when What's his name? Jobs. Was alive. That he he was adamant that things might get bigger. Yeah. And so immediately, I think we're seeing them moving forward in their own direction because the new iPad is bigger. bigger. And now the new phone is going to be bigger. I wonder if they're going to like bring out like a bigger iPod. <laughs> you know, get away from the little tiny things that are moving to. Um, but I also told you that they're very good about cannibalizing themselves. Um, so, I don't, I mean, I, I honestly don't think that they're going to try and revive the iPod in any particular way, but... I, I did read another article yesterday about how Apple, you know, is considered to be a, uh, an innovator, but it's also considered to be a, a serial killer. Yes. You know, because they killed, you know, the walking mm-hmm. and so forth. Um, and they were saying they thought that Apple was going to be the death knell for the console gaming industry. Quite possibly. That, you know, sales are sluggish and um, all this kind of stuff. And even like the new 3DS and new things, they're profitable, but not as profitable as they are expected to be. And meanwhile, apps are going through the roof. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, now it's already become standard. If you're putting out a new PC game or a new PS3 game or whatever, Xbox, you have to have some sort of app. You know, to get that market. Yeah. And they were saying, like, for instance, the Maxis are coming out with a new fancy version of SimCity again. Okay. And the well, I know that I have my nephew had downloaded SimCity, whatever. Yeah. yeah, on there. Yeah, they said that our, this time from moment one, they have the app people involved because they're going to try and sell a full featured. Yep. version of it for the tablet. And that's what they, yeah, I mean, they're cross-promoting even with movies. All, there's generally an iPad app because I know that Jordan, my nephew, had downloaded Tron 
And yeah, I mean, it, it's hand in hand at this point, which is funny because obviously it's catering to their niche yeah. market. Um, because generally speaking, they will design an app for an iPhone before they do Android. Yeah. So. Well, and you know, the console people are recognizing the threat. Um, I know, you know, the PlayStation folks you know, have like, the PS Vita. And, yeah, you know, I briefly the, heard about them. The biggest <laughs> fancy thing about it is, is you can sit down and play your PS3. Let's say you're playing you know, Red Dead Redemption. Okay. Right? You save your game. Is that like turn the for real game? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Then you pick up your PS Vita and get on the bus. Turn it on. Turn on that game. You can pick up where you left off on the console. So that's the biggest thing is that you can mm. never have to stop playing. Yeah. You're playing the same game. It's not like, you know, even now with like, Julian has games on my iPad and sometimes on the iPhone, and he's confused sometimes that levels he's unlocked on the iPad aren't unlocked on the iPhone. Yeah, and that's, I mean, it's some it's, apps work it's that way. It's a separate way, game. But others allows, allow you to retain the very same. Well, I've seen some things like, you know, like words, mm -hmm. obviously synced on both, but most, most of the games that Julian downloads do not. Yeah. It's like they're separate games because they're on separate devices. And, um, you know, that, that's, with the PS Vita, you know, you don't have that. But even then, I think that's only, that's not really um, a true competitor to no, the tablets. No, because it's a because, niche thing anyway. Well, because most people, they want to, they're going to have just, they want to have the one device. Yep. And if I can do that on my phone and do all the other stuff on the phone, then why would I want to get a separate device? And, and I've always wondered that, and we've had that conversation before about, you know, Apple. Mm -hmm. Why they don't create a true device that does all those things. Because they can make a lot more money. Yeah, I know. This way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it... But, it, I mean, ultimately, I would think you make so much money off people who really just have the one thing. No, and, and I think... I don't understand it, why I can't make... I, I don't want to use my iPad as a phone. Mm -hmm. You know, I know I could download Sky or whatever, you know. But it is an iPhone. It's just big. Why can't I? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I should be able to do anything that I can do on any other iPod I want. Well, I mean, you know, that is what drives them. I mean, you know, obviously the iPhone has the phone, I, um, you know, attached to it. But it also it. does all the other stuff. Right. Whereas the iPad doesn't, but oh, right. the, the fact that it has the bigger display and, yeah. you know, is also somewhat catching. But part of why I think Apple doesn't just push out the one master device to mm. rule them all is because, yeah, they can attack it in different avenues in the technology world and push out little improvements yeah. here and there. And people eat it up. I do. And then it allows them the time to develop more. But you have, yeah, you're sick. Oh, you mean just like being a part of the Matt cult? I mean, yeah, because <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. You're interested in it. Not always. No, there was even that thing you had for years that you didn't like. That you paid for every month. Oh, yeah. Just because mobile it was Apple. Me. Yeah, mobile And you, me. you would be vocal about the fact you didn't like it, didn't yeah. use it. But I was giving you money. But you paid for it too. anyway. Yeah. Uh, now, because in theory, it was cool. In practice, it I don't know. I don't know why you don't just invest in the company. I may as well, but I can't even afford it at this point. One share alone is like a couple hundred dollars, it seems like. You got all this Apple stuff. Yeah, so this just is... Just don't get mobile me. <laughs> They get don't, that. They, they're discontinuing it Don't altogether. do the iCloud. Do that. But iCloud doesn't cost you anything unless you buy extra storage, which I haven't. Um, surprisingly, I haven't needed to, even though I back up to iCloud my iPhone and my iPad. So, 
which, you know, it does count it as one account. You can't have, you know, it doesn't see it as two. I mean, I suppose you could, but it doesn't see it as two. Yeah, I just, I can't help it. I love Apple. Um, it's been interesting to see kind of how the, um, how it's starting to shift now that Steve Jobs is no longer in control or alive. Um, and I think that they have to be very careful as to how they move forward because a lot of people, including myself, were diehard Steve Jobs fans and saw it the way he sees it. I do it. think that Apple is, to me, my perception is they're slightly more um, on the precipice than even say Windows. Yes. I think I think it would be easier for Apple to collapse than Microsoft, just because Microsoft has infiltrated so many avenues. Like when we when I went on the tour of Julian Elementary School last week, they have two computer labs. Every one of them, Windows machines. Mm -hmm. Which you is know, interesting. When I was in school, we had a Mac lab. Well, uh, you know, we had an Apple machine. There, they, they, nobody called them Macs. Mm -hmm. We had an Apple. Um, oh, Apple Macintosh. Yeah, Macintosh. Yeah, but, ours um, was the Mac lab. Yeah, we had that. Um, but that's not the way it is now. Um, I, I just, I just think that Apple is such a, it's still a niche product. They, they. They want it to be a See, boutique product. See, I don't product. completely agree. I mean, yes, they do want it they to be want boutique. It to be that but um, there's been there's articles and research lately yeah. as far as it's starting to shift, where my yeah. Windows is no longer as but dominant. I, I as still it used think to be. at this present time that there's still such a cult of personality around Mac mm -hmm. that it would be very easy to go off the road. I don't know. I mean, having been a Windows and, and user for years... And Apple's nearly gone years, bankrupt before. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's not like In when Steve Jobs years, was yeah. there. It, yeah. It's like it was just one hit yeah, after no, another. No, no, it wasn't. But, I mean, you know, it is the world's number one company. I mean, in the entire world. So, I mean, that says a lot as far as what they've done in that period of time. But I now, think are you that... you basing that on profits or are you basing that? Earnings, yeah. I mean, that's apparently, as far as earnings, it's the richest company. Maybe maybe it's like the richest publicly traded company. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I think that Mac, as far as having been a previous Windows user, Microsoft user, it's just a far superior product because, you know, including the presentation of it, the entire experience of a Mac is very different from yeah. that of a PC. I mean, I like my Mac work. You know, I love the but, simplicity of it. I throw away an app. But they, by design, mm -hmm. price out a huge segment of people. They deliberately do it. I mean, they, they can match the Kindle Fire oh, sure. price point with no problem. They could undercut them and drive them out of business. They're not going to because they don't want to devalue right. the Right, the name. perception of what Apple is. And right. And I, I understand that. That's I mean that makes sense. I just though. think that to me is, but see, Microsoft has gone the other direction. Mm -hmm. And see, so they talk about that be, a lot in in the yeah, Steve Jobs. Microsoft story. wants to be omnipresent, mm -hmm. and and even you can see it when the people who come in for our computer classes. You know, even people who know nothing about computer, who say they know nothing about computers, mm -hmm. are intimidated by the fact this does not look like what they know, what they've seen, which is Microsoft. Right. 
And so I, I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm just being very profitable for them. I'm just saying though, they're running to me a much more dangerous game. It's a more profitable I can, game. I can see that, but, but I it's mean, a game that could easily go wrong possibly, if they don't maintain, you know, the correct path. Because I mean, as a whole, Apple as a company, as far as being innovative in technology, yeah. is still light years away from its competitors. Oh, yeah, there's a much lot more of stuff. Than yeah, there's a, and so yeah, I can see that, you know, there could be this one big flop that, you know, mm-hmm. starts a domino effect. But we've even seen it with Disney. Now Disney hasn't has mm-hmm. gone under. But we've seen periods <laughs> where Din- Disney has had some severe problems and I think that, you know, Apple could hit that thing again. All it takes is not one bad decision, but two or three in a row. And they can happen easy. Mm-hmm. Anybody can do that. And then I think, I think you know, they, would, they would be in more trouble than two or three bad. Because with Windows, they've had massive flaws. Mm-hmm. They put out operating systems that nobody will touch. Yeah. But you know what? They just roll out another one. I think Apple's much. I think Apple would be hurt worse by a terrible flaw. I mean, you could argue. Um some of the updates to its OS have not been as successful, much in the case like Lion. You know, there's still a lot of people who are not using Lion. They're still on Snow Leopard. Um, you know, that Mountain Lion is supposed to be coming out soon. It's the developers and people who pay $100 a year are probably see, using it. But. See, that, that shows you the, the, the marginalization though that they've achieved because even though you and I know that, mm-hmm. There's a huge bunch of computers out, computer users out there that if you tell them, oh yeah, they're having problems with certain aspects of their OS, they'd be like, oh, okay, they haven't heard anything about it because they're they're not using it. Whereas if if Windows um, 8 or whatever the hell is about to come out, <laughs> if it comes out and it is a disaster mm-hmm. and it freezes up people's machines and everything starts breaking, that that crap's going to be everywhere. Everyone on Earth is going to know. Oh, yeah, yeah because, that new Windows I mean, thing's horrible. Right, <laughs> rightly so, because Windows is still the dominant. Yes. You know, you know, most people use Windows, yeah. which I suppose in some ways, Apple banks on when when Windows starts to do something crazy and flops, or Microsoft, I should say, more people start to trickle over to their side because they're like, you know, I'm tired of X Y Z happening, which happens a lot on a Windows computer. Um, let me go and yeah. try out the Mac. I mean, but yeah, they define themselves. Yeah, they deliberately. Mm-hmm. They deliberately say to a certain segment of people, we don't want you. That's what they're saying. And I, I, yeah. I, yeah, and I think that's that's an interesting path to take. Well, I mean, you know, Apple or Mac, you know Macintosh sees it uh, from the standpoint of we are a boutique type of organization. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Microsoft is like welfare. <laughs> Everybody can get Microsoft and they can well, use it. I, I would but... call it welfare. That's, I, I would say that Microsoft is McDonald's. Okay. And Apple is something more like, well, I wasn't even going to say, I would say Apple is more like Red Lobster. Well, that's light years apart. Yes. But. I know people who, when they go to Red Lobster, they go there once a year. Mm-hmm. That, to them, is a really 
fancy experience. But they eat at McDonald's all the time. And if you ask them, well, which one could you not live without? Maybe. They say, oh, well, I definitely want McDonald's. I, you know, no chicken McNuggets? Well, I mean, I think it's, I mean, I think it's just like even in the beginning, at this point, it, there's that shift occurring. Right. You know, everyone dr- jumped onto Windows, right. Microsoft, and now the, you know, the world is shifting. And so they're finding a different avenue, and that just happens to be, you know, Apple. I think Apple's biggest thing is that you know it's the phones mm-hmm. and the iPad. But they have other stuff that oh, maybe because stuff, we yeah. don't use but yeah, that is, yeah. But you know it, for instance like when I go into Walmart mm-hmm. and I'm looking at software. Yeah that's still I might find this is two thousand twelve. Yeah. I might find one or two things that work on both PC and but it's but clear that that's not there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's clear that they, it almost, it's almost like they don't really care don't about care. that. Yeah, I mean, and, and, they and, make and, sure the I'm major saying, things are available I'm on Apple. I'm just saying that, that to me is part of why I think they're in a softer position. Because if there's a food scare at McDonald's, right, people start getting sick. Mm-hmm. The whole world's not going to stop Because it's cheap, it's affordable, it's good. Okay. Right? People are just going to say, oh, okay, well, they fixed that. <laughs> oh, look, they did a new marketing campaign. It's okay. But if people start dying at Red Lobster, well, there's fewer people who eat there anyway. Well, there's, not that, that, there's not that, that groundswell of people who, who can't live without it. I mean, and, I can't, but <laughs> as far as with, with Apple products. But... Uh, Maybe it's because I only pay more attention to Apple News because I filter yeah, but my you, you seek stuff. It out. Yeah, um, but there are just as many critics, you know, people. I mean, there are groups dedicated to, you know, the world of Apple. And so when Apple puts a product out or does something, they analyze the hell out of it. Right. Um, so, I mean, you know, yes, well, there any, is no... Anytime you, you create intentionally a click, you're going to intentionally create people who dislike you. Because, I mean, you know, ante- what is it, Antenna Gate was a huge thing with the iPhone 4. Because, I mean, there's lots of people who bash Microsoft. Mm-hmm. But I think the people who bash Apple have a different intensity. The people who bash Microsoft, it's kind of like, oh, God, yeah, that sucks. And everybody's like, yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like saying, oh, man, the weather's horrible. You know, but people who bash Apple... They hate it. Well, I mean, I think it's also part of the fact that they have a higher well, they have a higher expectation from Apple. You know, so when they see that something isn't working, you're doing the elitist thing. (laughs) You're saying, "Oh, it's because we have a higher standard. We expect more than other people." Mm -hmm. Right? So you're being elitist. Most, I guarantee, if Carrie were in the room right now, well, I know Carrie, but she's not alone. I mean, like you said, there's groups out there that are just anti Apple. You know who would like nothing more than to see that company collapse. I think there's more people who have a passion to see Apple fail than have a passion to see Microsoft. I think it's a matter of looking at the demographics. Um, you know, older people that are certainly quite used to Windows products, you know, want their Windows. A lot of the younger generation are wanting Apple products. Well, and, I, I think, you know, in colleges, they use it a lot. Of the iPad and the iPhone. I think that that has created more market 
for them as young people than the overpriced MacBooks. Well, even with the, the MacBooks, you see them as far as um, in the colleges and mm -hmm. stuff. You have a choice as to which one you're going to get, and yeah. most everyone is just picking up the Apple. When my cousin started college this year, she wanted specifically an Apple computer. She didn't yeah. want Windows. So, you know, I mean, at least we have the choice. You know, you can I'm either be saying, a Windows person or you can be I'm Apple. I'm just saying I think they're in a softer position. Now, um, there Possibly. was a, a thing uh, that was out yesterday, a study came out that said that 21% uh, of Americans said they would give up sex for a year rather than give up their internet connectivity. Um, also, I, I would be a part of that 21%. I can't, I, it's 7, weird. 7% said they would give up chocolate for a year rather than give up their internet connectivity. Ooh, that would be hard. That's a harder choice for you than sex. Yes. Um, but yeah, there, there's a whole bunch of those kind of things. Wow. Because, um, yeah, I mean, I like the ability to have the choice of saying I don't want to be on the internet, but knowing that it's not there or I can't access it, yeah. that would drive me nuts. Because, I mean, everything that I do is somehow web-based. There's a web-based component yeah. to it. My checkbook, I have it on, you know, a computer or electronic, but in order to um, re reconcile, yeah. I go do it online because I'm paperless. So it was, <laughs> like, it was like 54% so they would give up television uh, mm -hmm. rather than internet connectivity. Well, I could do that, especially... On TV, on well, well, no, I could totally give up TV because I have a DVR. Yeah, I think that would, that would count as TV. Well, no, no, no. I wouldn't watch it then. I would record all the stuff that I would miss. No, I don't think you're supposed to be. <laughs> don't analyze it that way. Whatever. Yeah. But no, I mean, technology obviously is, I mean, huge. Um, and Apple is, is it for me. I want an Apple grade. <laughs> So I, oh, what is Joel saying? Oh, I think he had sent me a text from Joel Norm. This show, oh, oh, it's about your show. Yeah, it's my show. Both of them are my shows. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm not choosing one over the other. They're both mm -hmm. my shows. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, Uber Geese is equally mine too. Is this one's my show? Whatever. Um. <laughs> Um, so it is an hour and about 10 minutes in almost. Yeah. So I guess it's time to wrap it up. I guess so. Now next week, um. We're recording early. Or I we guess. plan to. I mean, we might have to do it on a Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. I, I put it on the calendar for Wednesday. Um, and see, when I actually have the phone, no one calls. I wonder if, you know, if I just didn't go to the training thing, if they, if they would they like, come and get me. Oh, I, I don't think so. I mean, I think they would call you or something, but I don't think... I, mean, I just wonder if they'd be like, you know, Mr. Reese, you're supposed to be coming with us. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so we will talk more about Barry going to jail again next week about your training and then the multiple meetings that you have to do on top of that. Yes. So, I mean, you're always in meetings. I am. And that's why I just don't sign up to do extra stuff because I'm like, uh, no. I missed the one that I was supposed to go to on, was that Monday? Yeah. Wait, you didn't go to it Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. Whatever day was the 20th. Yeah, Tuesday. Because after I'd gone to my therapy session, it start, I started to feel worse as far as with the sore throat coming on and stuff. I was like, 
No, my body was actually tired and somebody, uh, no, I'm going to go home and get into bed. And that's exactly what I did. So, but see, I'm still a little sick, still congested. My throat doesn't hurt as much, but it, you know, a little bit. But you look I am on, I know, I always look off. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm still taking my antibiotic. So I'm good to go. And I picked up my other one today. You're on way too many pills. What? That's my backup. You, you know, you never know when you're going to need, need another z pack. So. I just don't understand how you can call your doctor, tell him what you want, mm -hmm. and they start without even seeing you. Because they they know my chart and they know what yeah, it is. Yeah, but I mean, you've called in before and said, "I saw this stuff on the internet. It's called such and such. No. Get me on that." No. And they're like, okay. No. <laughs> they um, will write scripts for what I'm already on or have taken in the past. They let no, me self-diagnose. <laughs> Look, if I felt like I absolutely needed to go to the doctor, I would. But I, I just don't. That somebody's medical license needs to be checked. That's all I'm saying. It's all legit. Uh -huh. I mean, wouldn't you prefer to be able to say, okay, well, I look, have I, a sore throat. I occasionally call my doctor and said, can I have a Z-pack? Mm -hmm. And they'll write one. You know, but if they've done too many of those in a row, they're like, yeah, you probably need to I mean, and sometimes they, on occasion they do, but for the most part, they see my, my chart and see how many times I have a sore throat in a year, and they know that it's somewhat frequent, so, and that's like for real, not just me making it up. Okay, well, this is a very signing off. What? Aren't you going to say bye? I guess. This is Mocahannes Perez. <laughs> so are you, are you taking his name? No, no, I don't plan to. God. Oh my gosh. It's just be something else you'd have to deal with later. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to have to. Uh, again, uh, my if entire I told life. You, my recommendation would be common law marriage. Yeah, no, I'm not just, down. Just with live that. together in sin. No, I'm not down. Don't with be that. married in sin. Live together <laughs> in sin. No, um, I'm <sighs> sorry. I don't plan on taking his name. He's okay with that. I mean, I've been Latoya Davidson practically my entire life, except for the two years that I was cotton. And, you know, that's who I am. I mean, I agree with you. Don't change the name. I'm <laughs> in full support. But you also would rather I just not get married at all. I think all. you guys, I think he should come back and live on his own for a while. Oh, he's been living on his own. No, 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 no. He's come back, get a job, mm -hmm. live on his own for a while. Woo you. And then after maybe a year, move in together. Then after another year of him being good, not doing all the stuff he was doing before, then maybe you start talking about marriage. Talking about marriage. I'm, th I'm seeing a three-year plan. <laughs> well, it's done. I am engaged. I expect to get a text message from you one day saying, oh, Kay came to visit. We decided to run down and, and get married at the Elvis Chapel. <laughs> I've taken his name. Yeah, no. I don't intend to, especially I've given him everyone, my cars. Oh, <laughs> especially and he now has everyone control knows over my, now, uh, my I bank don't, account. No, I don't intend to just go get married and not tell anybody about it. That's not the plan. You mean, you, you have to, like, be there, so... You know, you'd be like the witness, my maid of honor, <laughs> matron of honor.
So I'll be the man of honor. There you go. There should be at least one man there with honor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Alrighty, this is Latoya signing out. Crack her out. Bye. Instead.